So, of course, you're going to try to make your way out of Florida. And, you know, the interstate runs right through that preserve. So, naturally, yeah, he's probably out of the state. This is ridiculous that they're still looking only in the nature preserve. Like, oh, he must be somewhere. He must be hanging around with crocodiles and venomous snakes. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you no, should have no, woke no. me up. I know. Wait, wait, no, no, no. You have to be nice. This is ruining this podcast, easy. <laughs> Say something nice or I'm going to, like, panic the whole time. <laughs> oh, no. You think I'm mad at you? Yeah. Because I am. Oh, I'm really <laughs> mad. Fucking, how the fuck is that supposed to help? I am a little mad, actually, ZZ. <laughs> no, you said check up on you. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to check up on me and wake me up in my power nap and not just let me sleep for, like, three hours. It wasn't three hours. If this podcast is low energy, it's all because of my assistant. No, stop. It's all because this of her. All because of her. I feel drained. I feel dead. I feel like I just woke up in the morning. Like, literally. I feel like it's 6 a.m. Uh, welcome back to the Shake Podcast. I'm your host that overslept, <laughs> Derek Van Shake, my assistant, co-host, Gen Z, ZZ, who let me oversleep today. I slept for like three hours. What the you freak? You slept for like an hour and a half. I told you. No, I told you no. to wake me up in a half hour. You said check up on me. <laughs> Yeah, to what? To make sure I'm not dead? Yeah, exactly. Is that what you were thinking? Yeah. Are you crying yeah, again? Yeah, <laughs> really I cry crying? when you yell. <laughs> I don't ever really yell. You, like, slightly raised your voice. <laughs> I did not yell, though. Okay, but you're the tone in your voice changed. Yes, I'm pretty <laughs> you mad. You know I'm sensitive. <laughs> Everyone's going to get on me on the comments. Some people did in the last podcast. Why? Because I, I called you out. No, because I mm -hmm. called you out on... On your body language? My body language, yeah. Remember? I can wear what I want. It's not flirting. That's fine. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I actually said that, but yeah. some people got mad at me for that. <laughs> it's all good. Good. <laughs> good. good. <laughs> Go after him. He, he deserves it. <laughs> what we're talking about in this podcast is the case of Gabby Petito. and That's sad. Yes, with uh, Brian Laundry, mm. who is now uh, missing, but... He's not really just missing. He's on the run. He's hiding, you know, because I guess he's technically not a suspect in the case. Technically, even not though yet. he's the main person of interest, which always seems to, at least with these high profile cases, turn into a suspect. But they have to, I guess, have more evidence before mm -hmm. they can actually call him a suspect in this case. Um, he is a suspect, uh, according to the FBI, for, I guess, you know, stealing Gabby's money or whatever, using her money, and it was over $1,000. So they're using that in order to basically arrest him as soon as they find his ass. And it's just ridiculous that Brian Laundry is, um, like, missing, or the police only don't know where he is, and they said that they were keeping tabs on him and specifically said that, oh, well, you know, we, we know where he is. Don't worry, guys. We know where Brian Laundry is, so, you know, it's okay. Just and a few days later. yes, literally, it was like a day later Oops. <laughs> that they were like, well, actually, we don't know where he is. <laughs> Whoops. How do you miss that? How do you possibly drop the ball like that? That's what I'm asking. How is that possible? How could you be so incompetent? I mean, they just basically put it out to the world of how incompetent they are. They had one guy to look after, one guy, just one. And they just lost him. Did they know he was home? They thought that, he was. I mean, I think that's, that's where that's the last time they, they were, saw him. That's all they were going off of. Yeah. That they think that he's home. And, and here's the thing. The parents knew that he was going to 
this, you know, preserve, this nature preserve, which is like 24,000 acres, which is massive. And, you know, he, the parents knew that. So the parents knew. It wasn't like he snuck out at night. So why weren't the police in such good contact with the parents or the attorney to make sure they know where he is at all times? Why didn't they know? And it's not like he snuck out on foot. He drove his Mustang. He drove his Mustang to the nature preserve and then never came back for the Mustang. And the parents actually drove over to the nature preserve, took the Mustang back, and drove it back into their driveway. I mean, this was not someone just, like, sneaking out with a disguise and a mustache and eyeglasses. This was just in his car. They couldn't even track a car? What? That's insane. He, he left in his car. How ridiculous is that? And what were the parents doing with the trailer they bought, too? Yes. And then the parents, and that's something we also want to talk about. This is just really creepy and weird. And it's like, like um, how is what that the heck? not suspicious yeah, during this time? Right. That the parents coincidentally bought a brand new camping trailer like a week after Brian came home from his trip alone um, back to the house in Florida. They bought a camping trailer so that they can go camping for a few days. Randomly, why? Why would you do that? It sounds to me that they're trying to hide something. It sounds like they needed something that's closed so that they can move something. If Gabby was found a little bit closer, you could even say the parents even tried to you know, help him hide the body. Yeah. But... You know, she was found in Wyoming, so probably not. But maybe it's for other evidence. Maybe it's to stash away a whole bunch of food and and things that Brian may need. So he's able to run and able to stay away from the police. And this whole thing, this is the most ridiculous thing. I mean, you saw me. Like I, I was just like looking at the the footage of the police searching that nature preserve, which is twenty four thousand acres. It's massive and it's mostly swamp. I mean, it's Florida. It's mostly swamp. <laughs> and <laughs> They're searching it still for a whole week. I was looking at that. I was just shaking my head. I was like, what? No. Can't these guys like actually look at this and be like, yo, if I were Brian, because I can say myself, if I were Brian and I was stupid enough to do the crime and stupid enough to hide and, and run away, what would I do? Would I stay in a swamp or would I try to get the hell out of Florida and make my way to the border? That's what I would do. I would try to get to the border. Yeah. I mean, I think anybody would. If you can escape and you can you know, try to hide, you're going to try to make your way to the border. That's the best chance of you getting away with the crime. Yes, the Canadian officials, Mexican officials, wherever, they can easily still arrest you because it's a crime in their country as well as the United States. So they can extradite you or whatever it's called, you know, export you back into your home country. That's That's okay. But you're less known and less looked out for in Mexico or Canada than you are in Florida. Yeah. So, of course, you're going to try to make your way out of Florida. And, you know, the interstate runs right through that preserve. So, naturally, yeah, he's probably out of the state. This is ridiculous that they're still looking only in the nature preserve. Like, oh, he must be somewhere. He must be hanging around with crocodiles and venomous snakes. <laughs> and he had plenty of time to get away, too. Yeah. Like, he had, a, like, almost a week in advance. A week head start. He had... I guess it was five days, technically. About five days, right? He went missing. Uh, he went 
to the preserve, supposedly. That was the last time he was seen by his parents, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Which his parents are probably in on all this. <laughs> They're totally in on all this. It's ridiculous. Or at least have some knowledge that he was involved and he's not this perfect, innocent person. It's obvious. Any parent, any dumbass knows that it's like, <laughs> oh, wait a second. You come back without the girl in her truck? It's her truck. And you come back? And she's not around, and you don't. And you say you don't know where she is. Bullshit. Where is she? Come on. There's at least that conversation. Yeah. Um, whether they want to acknowledge it or not, but they're somehow involved, or at least just trying to pretend that they don't know anything, and just maybe just not asking any questions because they don't want to actually admit that this guy, their son, did something horrific. Yeah. They know. It and they seems acted that quickly too, because yeah. for him to come home and right. for them to buy that trailer yeah. at that exact same time. Right. It was within a week. There's no way. It was within a week. So they probably. I'm thinking it was something to do with him and him hiding. So they probably either have a, a campsite for him somewhere, either in Florida or maybe outside the state. Probably outside the state. Probably make more sense because Florida is the hot spot for him. So the farther you can get out of Florida and more into Georgia or Alabama better as opposed to staying in florida so yeah. you know they probably set up a campsite for him and gave him a whole bunch of food and water for like long enough. a few months yeah long until enough. things yeah. die down and they can come back and go on there another little camping trip you know because that's what they probably do mm-hmm. at least that's what it seems like it seems like they used it to try to hide them there's a lot of questions they need to answer and that's the part that investigators can use to get them to talk is start throwing out rumors. That's really is that the what fact. the media does. Can kind of. I can. Okay. And that helps. Because what you can do is start throwing these rumors out that he, you know, was helped by the parents. He was helped by this person, this person, or whatever, right? Or maybe even Brian himself committed other crimes. Oh. Accusing him in rumor, you know, the rumor mill of basically creating it to get the suspect or the parents or people that could be involved to start talking to police to squash down the rumors. <laughs> Should you be saying that though right now and posting it? Because what, what if like Brian's watching this? And well, he's that's like, the point. He's, he'll be like, oh, good. Good tips. He'll learn. No. Well, it's good tips. He should go and talk. That's the tip yeah. for him. Go and talk because right now there's a lot of rumors out there, buddy. <laughs> you know? There's a yeah. lot of rumors out there that he's involved in more than one murder. The ones in Utah. Did he? I don't know. He may have to talk to, uh, you know, clear his name on those and talk about everything else, too. So turn yourself in yeah. to clear a lot of things up. Because right now, you know, he may be a serial killer. More than just her. Holy I shit. don't know. I don't <laughs> know. You know, he needs to talk to clear his name. To prove and provide his evidence of why he's a supposedly innocent. Mm-hmm. So come, you know, come clean. Start talking to people. And, you know, until you do, dude, there's a lot of possibility out there that he's involved in more than just her murder or, or any crime involving just her. Same with the parents. Is the parents involved? I don't know. Probably. They need to talk. Probably. They need to talk. Yeah. They need to talk. <laughs> Present their side of the story and their evidence of why they're not involved in Brian going missing. I, I don't have children, so I can't really speak so much on it, but... I would never let my kid get away with murder. Right but they don't the care. Parents are risking a lot because they can be in legal trouble too. They can. They can. Yeah. Of course, you have to prove it though. And that's the problem a lot of times too with a lot of this is that it's more than just what 
you know, the internet thinks or what I think, what you think, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's what can be actually proven beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law. All you see on social media is them having fun and laughing and being together and being in love. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get it. That's a little terrifying. Can't yeah, anybody. but <laughs> at the same time, it, it's true that what you see on social media is not what's actually happening. It's usually just the good and like, oh, look how much fun yeah. we're having. And look at this. Look at the cool places we're seeing. And look, oh, we're so in love. And living out of a van, which seems terrible. <laughs> <sighs> Would you want to live out of a van? Nope. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I know people who do. Who like go. Do travel. they like it? I guess so. I don't they just really say talk it. They just say that yeah. they like it. They just say that they like it's easy. I doubt that they actually do. I don't know. I like drove to Seattle one time in like a big car and it, I almost family. died with my family. And I was like, I will never do this again. I don't care if I fly a shitty plane. I'm flying wherever it is I want to go. You haven't gotten many road trips. That's not that far as easy. I know. Okay. And I almost died. Yeah, it's tough being in close quarters yeah. with somebody. For that long. Everybody <laughs> everybody needs their alone time. Don't you agree? Yeah. Like, even if you're madly in love. And I think some people think that, oh, well, you know, we're, we're really in love and, and we like each other. No, no. It, it's it's cool when maybe you're all showered and you're you're set. and But when you're all both smelly and dirty from living <laughs> out of a van, it's not so cool anymore. And also starting social media is tough. It's tough. Yeah. Especially something, you know, where Gabby Gabby was doing. It's so hard. She quit her job, bought a van, started a YouTube channel and a website and creating a blog. And was going to blog and film videos and edit videos in their van across country. That is actually extremely, extremely stressful. I'm not someone who actually gets a lot of anxiety. I'm, I'm, I don't really have that. Um, I'm lucky, thank God. But <laughs> What's that it, like? <laughs> yeah, but... Like, that actually sounds very anxious to me. Like, yeah. actually feeling like I have so much work. She, she was actually still building her website when she was on the road. It didn't like, wasn't like she had everything set, the framework set. Mm-hmm. You know, she knew how to edit videos all the time, and she put these videos out, and then she goes on the road. And, you know, she was starting everything from scratch right away on the, in the van. And, gosh, that's so stressful. I can only mm-hmm. imagine. When you're starting out. You know, now the channel has like probably almost 100,000 subscribers because people are curious if you know she's going to post or someone's going to post on the channel and things like that. Starting out, she probably had like four subscribers. Yeah. You know, maybe a little bit more if she had some friends. You know, maybe call it like 100. <sighs> That's hard. And it's scary. You know, it's very anxious because you, you're feeling like, you know, you're constantly spending money, especially if you don't have a lot of money. You're constantly spending a lot of money and not getting a lot of money back. It's really, really stressful. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can't. Can have you a imagine? Can you imagine how stressful that is? Yeah. No, I, I'm just barely making one TikTok in my in the comfort of my own home, and I'm like panicking about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's tough. There's no way. And also not having like Wi-Fi or any mm-hmm. good connection while you're on the road. You have to go mm-hmm. to like places like McDonald's and Starbucks and edit videos and, and you know try to work with memory cards and then having your computer not have all the power and battery life it's just a lot to worry about it's not very easy you're not you don't ever feel very situated when you're living out of a van it's really really bad Mm -hmm. if you're prone to being anxious and you go on that trip and you're just saying i'm gonna do it here i'm going to do it i can only imagine dang that is stressful that is stress Mm -hmm. to the max because what's happening you're filming you know throughout the day and you're filming all this footage all this great footage and all this stuff 
Meanwhile, she's new. She doesn't really know how to put it all together. And at the same time, she still has to spend time to edit the stuff, yeah. the footage. But at the same time, she still still needs to drive and visit all the places at all at the same time. So she's just constantly accumulating so much footage. And that's what we saw in her first video that she posted on her YouTube channel. Okay. If you noticed, it was almost like this compilation of just everything that she did, you know, with him. Oh, you know, we went and eat, we went here, we saw this beach, and then we ate this food, and then we slept in the <laughs> in a tent, and then we, you know, had uh, chocolate that was mold melted. You know, all of that, all those days could have been its own vlog. But the problem was is that she accumulated so much footage from months on the road. It's like, well, how do I post now? Do I just backlog post for like weeks at a time is that what i do mm -hmm. or do i just quickly put together like a compilation that she put together instead yeah. of just its own you know each day its own vlog which it should be will actually be kind of interesting but if you post it as a compilation like she did it's hard to get people's interest initially when people don't know anything about you mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to hey we're doing this today next day yeah. hey we're doing this today that's hard because you have to edit the video that day mm -hmm. oh it's tough. And I'm working on a main channel video um, on some of body language in this case. I don't want to talk too much about it, but um, obviously it's highly requested. And yes, yes, we'll be making more main channel videos. We're doing that. Um, we just have other things going on with some of the things. So <laughs> studio, building the studio, that was a whole big thing, a whole big process. And we finished it up with the lights and the... Uh, front of the desk as you can see with the flashy lights and the stainless steel so we have flashing tin cans easy <laughs> <laughs> that's what we got going on here just going back to brian for a second here if you were brian where would you be <laughs> would you be in that nature preserve no. sleeping with crocodiles and venomous snakes <laughs> no. does that sound terrible <laughs> it sounds absolutely miserable yeah. i couldn't imagine a worse place to be I mean, I'm not a big fan of sleeping with crocodiles and, you know, venomous snakes. Kind of, I'm just not a big fan of either. You know, some people are like, oh, look, a venomous snake. Let me pet you. I don't know that person, but maybe they're out there. If you know they're after you and you know they're looking for you, are you going to stay in the same area that they're searching? No, there's a highway right. that leads out to right. literally anywhere but Florida. Right. So let's get on that. Right. <laughs> you go north, you're in any other state, <laughs> and you have a lot better chance of escaping all this if yeah. you just go north. And if you were to stay in a wilderness or, like, somewhere in the wild, there are pla safer places, like, yeah. without crocodiles and swamps and right. venomous spiders and snakes. Right. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find a safer place in I the would, trees. I'm trying to think where he would be. If he's not in another country mm -hmm. by now, Canada, Mexico, I would think, this is my, my thought, I think he's at a campsite. Okay. I think they have to look at campsites all in Florida and across the United States. Yeah. That's what I think. Pretty simple. It's campsites. And I think that's obvious from uh, the camper that the parents bought, that that could have been used to help set them up, help set up a camp outside of the general area that they know they're gonna, the police are going to be searching. That makes sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think it's campsites. He's not sleeping in a swamp. I mean, this is ridiculous, guys. Oh, my gosh. This is so cringe that they're, like, bringing in these, like, swamp buggies and shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you, I don't know what they know. If they actually found some evidence, then maybe kind of look a little bit more. But this whole big search only, only at this nature preserve? 
24,000 acres in swamps? <laughs> no, he's uh, if he's in that nature preserve, he's he's dead. That's the only way he'll be in the nature preserve. And if that case, gosh, that's a needle in the haystack cuz he might be in the bottom of a swamp, <laughs> of a swamp somewhere. I feel like he's a lot smarter with his plan. Like wherever he is, whatever clearly, it is he did. Clearly he's a lot smarter than some police even. Yeah, and the police aren't thinking hard enough. They're well, just they're not like, thinking creatively enough. And, and they're thinking <laughs> on the line of an idiot. Yeah. It's like, well, if I was an idiot, where would I live? You know, where would I stay? How would I evade this? Oh, I'll sleep swamp. with venomous snakes and alligators. <laughs> no. Sounds Why would like anybody do that? <laughs> yes, even no. that. Mm-hmm. You know you're going to. I mean, and here's the thing, too. It's such a big area, such a big nature preserve. It's not like they can even block off the entire thing. <laughs> even if they're like, hey, you know, where are you, kid? Where are you? Yelling. He's like, oh, shoot, they're looking for me. I guess it's time to leave. He's not going to stick around and be like, oh, now I'm going to hide behind this tree. Oh, now I'm going to hide behind this tree. I'm going to build a tree fort. This is ridiculous. Yeah. <sighs> Unless they have evidence. Maybe they do have evidence that he is there. And if that's the case, then kind of look a little bit. But, I mean, they're focusing it, all of their attention nothing. just on this. And I think they're just doing this for the media. They're just mm-hmm. doing this just to make it look like they're doing something. Because, really, they have their they, – they're, they're caught blindsided. Yeah. You know? They, they don't know. They made a mistake. They let him go. That's what it seems like. It seems like they're yeah. just doing it just for the media, just so that they can look less incompetent. But where would you stay? I would find a car and get out of here anywhere. Would you go across the border? Yeah. To Canada? I would. Especially right when they lost him and I was still a person of interest yeah. technically. He wasn't no looked at as much and people weren't looking for him as much. Yeah. And here's another thing that I would do personally. Okay? Everyone's looking mm-hmm. for what kind of guy? A guy that's bald and who has a beard. Two of the easiest things to... At least temporarily fix. Shave your beard and wear a wig. That's all you need to do. And then you're just gone. Yep. No one will ever recognize you. You think he's walking around? If he is, he's a real big idiot. Like He's more of an idiot than we can ever imagine. But you think he's walking around with his normal beard and a shaved head. That's what everyone's looking for. Everyone's, like, every single person. I think that's, like, the majority of the tip lines anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the FBI gets. I saw a guy. He's thin. He has yeah. a beard and a shaved head. It's Brian Laundry. They already made the mistake. They were like, someone caught someone right. on camera and police on the said deer it's not camera. Him. Yeah, that was set up to, I guess, catch deer and see what kind of wildlife is coming through the area. Yeah, yeah. and everyone's like, oh look, it's Brian Laundry. It looked like him. Sure, it did, because he has a shaved head <laughs> and a beard. But if you but if you have long <laughs> hair, you have a wig, and grow and shave your beard, then they all of a sudden you don't look like Brian Laundry anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> he doesn't even need to wear sunglasses. It's that extreme. Just hair. That's just the biggest hair. thing. Yeah. Yes. Just get buy a wig. <laughs> buy a wig for 10 bucks, and or you'll be one. gone just forever. take one. Go. Yeah, that's or maybe it. that's what his parents did. Yeah, l- maybe that's what they had in the van. <laughs> a bunch of wigs. <laughs> a wig. No, a bunch of wigs. Oh <laughs> it's crazy. It's terrible. It's terrible and sad. But yeah. uh, that's where we are with it. Um. Yeah, so technically, Brian is not a suspect. We'll see what happens, see what kind of evidence they actually get. 
probably only a matter of time before they actually get enough evidence to call mm-hmm. him a suspect. Yeah, and they have to wait for the results of the autopsy too to see what actually killed him. Yes. So that too can be big help. They know that it was a homicide. They just don't know. I don't think at least right now the cause of death, and that's what we're waiting for. Mm-hmm. The cause of death, and we'll see what it is. It's unfortunate, and it just makes you wonder how people like that actually think they're going to get away with it. Clearly he thought it. He can get yeah. away with it because he drove back home in her van and was like, I don't know where she is. I don't know. I Didn't mean, even go to the cops and be like, yo, yeah, my, my, my you know, fiance's missing somewhere out there. And I, I looked for her. She, she's gone. Okay. At least he had a plan. Yeah. This was no plan. This was to just like, back. oh, get a lawyer and run. That's what it was. I mean, I don't know what would you do if you like, even if you accidentally killed someone, like, would you come back? You didn't okay. accidentally kill her. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, let's say even if it was an accident, like, wouldn't you run right there and then? No, if I accidentally killed somebody, like you, real accident, I would call the cops. Okay. <laughs> I would call the cops. Um, you wouldn't run. I or wouldn't think I can get away with it. If you murdered someone, would you like come back home? I would never murder. <laughs> this is terrible. I know. <laughs> Um, you're saying, how would I get away with the crime? No, I'm saying, like, he came home. He had a plan to leave again very easily. Well, so, I don't think he had much of a plan. I don't think he don't knew think what so? to do. No. I don't think so. I don't think he knew what to do. <laughs> That's so weird. Um, you know, most people don't plan that. Mm-hmm. But then again, a lot of his room was filled with a whole bunch of uh, things that were obsessive about murder. So maybe he knows a little bit about this (laughs) more than police and authorities think he knows or give him credit. One of the worst things you can do is underestimate your adversary because you're not looking at every possibility Mm -hmm. and you're only looking at the possibilities that you think an idiot would do. Oh, well, he's not smart enough to think of something like that. Well, maybe he is. Maybe he actually read up on this stuff. Maybe he was a mystery book reader, you know, and knew about some of this stuff and be like, oh, this is how people got caught. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now I'm, I'm not, not gonna, gonna do, do that. that. Yeah. <laughs> what really pissed me off was how that police officer. I, I saw one interview. I don't know the exact interview, mm-hmm. but one of the police officers said that, "Oh well, I I don't think he's actually capable of uh you know living in the wilderness that long. So it's only a matter of time we get him." It's like, says who? You don't think he is? Why not? Says who? And also, why would he be in the wilderness in the first place? <laughs> Yeah. Why would you do that if you can, like, be at a campsite somewhere, anywhere other than, you know, in a swamp, which is not a campsite? Yeah, with a wig and no beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, that's Great. my guess. That is a pure guess, and I believe that that's a very likely possibility. He's at a campsite with a shaven face <laughs> and a wig. That's Perfect. what I think. Yeah. And probably outside of Florida. Mm-hmm. ideally, if you're thinking about what he would do. And I think police need to start looking at it as, okay, not what would an idiot do. <laughs> I'm sorry, I pointed at you. I don't mean that. I mean, like, an idiot. <laughs> that was really bad timing. What would an idiot do? I'm pointing the other way this time. Thank you. <laughs> but what would, like, an actual smart person do? What would maybe they do? Mm-hmm. The police may not be that smart there, but <laughs> what would a smart person do? It would they stay like in the swamp or would they actually leave the swamp and try to find a campsite yeah. where they're not going to be found? 
and yeah, it's getting closer to winter, you know, fall, it's getting into fall, colder weather, mm-hmm. but still Florida. Florida's nice. Florida's <laughs> nice in the winter. Florida's nice. You can stay outside all year long, you know, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, that whole area, you know, you even can make your way. You could even hop campsites. If you kind of have a good enough disguise, like we're talking about, a shaven face and a wig, you can freaking go anywhere. You can pretty much live your life. That's crazy. And I think his parents know something. Hmm. They may not know every one of his moves because they don't want to have any connection to him mm-hmm. where they can get in trouble or, you know, it can you know, result in him being found through connection and phone calls. They're you know, involved where he's going. somehow. It's yeah. kind of obvious at yeah. this point. They have an idea. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I would not cover for my kid. I'd freaking <laughs> turn their asses in. <laughs> I would so turn their asses in. <laughs> would you? Mm, yeah. I would, but I would still, like, visit them in prison. <laughs> yeah, I would visit them in prison. Yeah. But I would still turn their asses in. I would not get involved with that shit. I'd be like, no, I did not. I mean, not. This, this is not a small petty crime. This is major. <laughs> not only major for him, but major for them to cover it up. Something you do not get involved in. Mm-hmm. And you know it's only a matter of time. He will be found. The problem is, is when? A week? A month? Two years? year? So it's only a matter of time, and anyone who tried to... I think he's yeah. going to get in trouble. I mean, a lot of serial killers, it took him years and a lot of... He's not technically a serial killer right now. Yet. He's I not mean, technically. Not yet. I mean, yeah. Maybe he could be. He could be. Maybe he could if be. He but he may, has a, he may have to come forward to uh, tell everybody what's going on. Mm-hmm. Is he involved in other crimes? He could be. Right now, I'm assuming, yeah, yeah. he could be. Very much so. So he should uh, come forward and clear his name and clear exactly what he is involved in and what he did we are everywhere you get your podcast we are on youtube if you want to watch the show but we are on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, amazon you name it that's where we are spotify too so yes everywhere all the directories where you get your podcast that's where you can find shaked so if you're not already subscribed give it a subscribe for more of these investigation breakdowns and we'll see you at the top look at all the flashiness we have i know I wonder how many people are going to actually say. (laughs) It was distracting. Yeah. It was too distracting. All I can see is flashiness the whole time. What the fuck? (laughs) 